SCP Goth presents The Wizard of Bombs, Parts 3 and 4. An original broadcast from the far future of the SCP Foundation. Written, acted, and edited by its creator. Part 3 Pastoria. Atreus was alive. <laughs> I'm alive. Against all the odds, I, I don't. In the corner of his eye, the white sphere was still there. Looks around the size of a globe. I don't know what any of this is. He said to get out of the basement. Why? Night will be falling soon. It will be nearly impossible to travel. The most disturbing thing that could realistically happen, happened next. The globe blinked. I do wonder if you will heed his advice or if you will remain here. Don't look so befuddled, my friend. I can talk. I can talk just like you. It's not such a strange thing. Okay, okay. Now just slow down a second. I'm new at this. Can you tell me what you are? Sometimes my accent varies, but I can't really control that, you see? Some kind of entity. Exactly the kind of thing I'm looking for. It looks like your friend's awake. Half man, half machine. The head lizard mentioned pits. Atreus pondered at the man's origin. Possibly a psi slave. What? Why are you still here? Just hold on. What's going on here? What is this? <laughs> Listen to me. My leg is injured. I cannot get up the stairs in time to avoid what is about to come any moment. I saved your life, now you need to save mine. <laughs> that is a fair argument. What do we do about this globe? The ground cracked. It started. Push it up the stairs. Bring it. Help me walk. Okay, okay. <sighs> Atreus shoved the weightless orb up the ascent. He turned around. Columns of light escaped the earth. A metal hand reached up from the floor. We need to leave. What do I do? Do I trust him? Now. They latched arms and he pulled him to his feet. Up the stairs. What happens in the basements? No. No, you do not want to know what happens in the basements. No. They were absolutely fatigued. The buzz-cut and plain faceless metal jaw were now more obvious on the cyborg under the remaining light sky. Almost out of belt rations. The dropship four miles west is our best bet. And I need to reassess anyway. I need to reassess anyway. 
You're telepathic. You know, you get tired of listening to. You're very generic. Not like your friend here. There is a reason for that, though. He'd found an old wooden wheelbarrow outside the church to carry his injured companion. The globe floated alongside it, tied with an old rope. It is not telepathic. It is telecopathic. That's still a form of telepathy, is it? It can read your thoughts. Your thoughts, thoughts. It can pull your very being into an unknown hell. It can be useful. They are seen as galactic pests. They are in essence a wireless telescope operated from elsewheres. Even the Commonwealth will not take these wretches as simple as they are. They make easy spies or lethal machines. If you require information or an assassination, a competent one can grant you omniscience over such things. However, this one has been damaged. Well, what are they called? Where do they come from? They are known as wickeds. I should take note of this. I see you. As for their origin, that is a secret few in the entire galaxy hold. One that I myself do not possess. Back there with the leader, the Red Lizard. The basement. Why are you not able to explain that? Are you listening to me? It was as if it was the sense of dread. Oh my god. Your species is simply not ready for this part of the universe. Why your foundation sends lone, inexperienced men and women to deal with entire worlds in order to prove their worth as agents is beyond my cognition. Okay, listen, you don't know the entire story, okay? I'm D-Class Personnel, and that means that I... Ah, a slave. No, that's not what D-Class is about. Not anymore. I don't think the distinction really matters in this landscape. Your odds of completing your mission are virtually impossible. Unreachable to you. Can you not see how you are being fooled? No, you're wrong. He stepped to the front of the barrow. I can earn my freedom. A slave doesn't have that. Like you. The metal man got up. <laughs> Do you think you know me so well? Yes. In fact, you're quite untrustworthy, apparently. Ooh, now we see his spirit. What foolish nonsense are you referencing? Look, before you even showed up and saved my life. There was this wooden thing. This, this, this guy. He said not to trust you. The Borg narrowed his brow. They ate him. So you've no response to that. For all I know, you deserve to be in the position that you're in. But out of the common sense that the Foundation has imbued into my brain, I chose to help you in return. He returned to the back of the wheelbarrow. We are an evolving species. Allow us to run our process. The cyborg sat back down. The straw men. What? 
The straw men. One of the planet's native and dying species. As you have noticed, there are virtually no trees on Yellowcan. Yeah, so? They were nuked, right? I know that much. You know very much, but very little. My walking paradox. Can you stop saying creepy things? It's almost night. Why aren't you saying anything? My power cell is low on charge. Oh, you've got to be kidding. Has nobody in the universe solved the energy problem? You will need me. Damn it. The sun was now all but gone. Atreus handed his last amount of biscuits to the machine. How are you even gonna eat that? The cyborg crushed the biscuits in his fist. What? Why? In the next moment, the crumbs were swarmed by thousands of small, insectoid machines. That's... Are they eating for him? They carried the crumbs back underneath his robes. <coughs> it was so dry. My receptors registered that we were in a dune. In a sandstorm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Never seen anyone eat like that. But if it works... Indeed. The secret to infinite energy and defeating entropy is biscuits. As a eat your heart out. Hand me that piece of your rags, will you? The draping part. The Red One has stolen our sight. Yeah, and your light, too. It's night now. We're an open target. What were you saying about these straw men? Hello? He'd receded into some kind of low-power mode. Sleep. Fuck. No mating. Part 4. Ruby Slipper. Almost there. Almost there. It was completely black. The dim light of a red moon was the only source of comfort. Once I get back, I need to update the Commandant on the situation. There should be enough supplies on the ship to partially patch us up, at least. Am I even going the right way? I literally cannot see anything. I can help you. For a second, he had no idea where the voice had originated from. But then he remembered. He lifted up the rag. Don't! He caught himself, not wanting to make any extra noise. Don't say anything else. I'm not even sure if other people can hear you. But I need it for my sanity, okay? We're almost there. Just be quiet. Are you so sure? For some reason, Atreus was disturbed by the question. He 
took a look at the nothingness before him, all of his senses completely useless. I've been walking too long. It wasn't this far. Yes. Take this rag off of me, boy. Lend me your ears so that I may give you sight. Hey! Hey, Tin Man! Wake up! This thing seems more coherent than normal. He didn't move. <sighs> what am I doing? Now he sees. Okay. Nothing about you makes any sense. We don't need that to become worse. But if you can help, I need to know. <laughs> Are you coherent? I am more than coherent. Under the light of the red moon, I am able to achieve a steady sapience. Are you an ally of the wizard? No. We seek his destruction above anyone else. Okay. Okay. What do we do? You will need to listen to my words exactly if you are to survive this. Dig into the gravel beneath you. You want me to dig a hole? Just do as I said. There are beasts stirring in the dark. All right. He got down on his knees. Be quick about it, mortal. For some reason, that statement absolutely horrified Atreus. This planet is rotten. It should be easy to breach the gravel and find a pocket. Do you mean like a cave? Yes. There is an entire network that worms beneath the surface. And more. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can see something. You are almost there. Just a little more. Keep going. Atreus eyed the small opening in the ground, the light of the wicked revealing a small space. Safety is within your grasp. You will have everything you want and more if you simply listen to my instruction. It can read your thoughts. Your thoughts, thoughts. Don't think about him. They are seen as galactic pests. No. No. They are in essence a wireless telescope operated from elsewheres. No. No. Atreus got to his feet. If you're functioning now, that means someone is using you. Who are you? How are you not capable of seeing that we are kin, Foundmen? Yeah, no. You're not normal. This was a mistake. I have to think of something. This is a hell. No. Hell is a lot more... bright than this. Then, it hit him. I... I don't believe it. 
the goddamn dropship. SCP Goth is an SCP audio drama project that is edited and acted by its creator. If you enjoyed this episode of the Wizard of Bombs miniseries, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so that you can be notified of future episodes in the future. Be sure to check the description for other ways to engage with the project and keep the signal alive, such as Patreon. Remember that all of your contributions and engagement go towards a worthy cause. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Listen.